0: Welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name's Thomas, and I'm your host. Tonight, we'll take a stroll through the streets of Cairo and end up drifting down the Nile in an Egyptian riverboat called a Felucca. This story was written by Nicole, and I'll be reading it to you tonight. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and we're really grateful for their support. Good mental health is, to my mind, such a key element to a fulfilling life. I know that if I'm feeling low or I'm struggling with certain emotions or situations, my overall productivity tends to suffer therefore affecting work, physical health, relationships, just about everything really. I know I'm not alone in that. That's why it's so important that each of us takes care of our mind and that we practice ways to keep it healthy. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. It can be helpful for anyone and everyone, no matter your situation. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is such a great option. It's flexible, affordable, and entirely online. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com getsleepy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash getsleepy. Now, I hope your week is off to a good start. However you felt about today, though, you can leave it in the past and bring your mind into the present. This moment right here is filled with peace, calm and serenity. Three beautiful words that tend to increase precisely the feelings that they describe within us when we hear them said in a suitable setting or when we repeat them in our own mind So, as you allow your breathing to ease into a slow and steady rhythm feeling your body relaxing into bed more and more Just continue to focus on and repeat those three soothingly magic words in your mind. This moment is filled with peace, calm, and serenity. Peace, calm and serenity. It means everything to me to be able to bring you into a softer, more restful state of body and mind when you listen to the show. It really is as much of a gift to me to be able to speak to you here as I hope it feels for you to be able to listen. So, I hope you enjoy tonight's story, maintaining that sense of peace, calm, and serenity into the restorative sleep that will soon follow. Let the sound of my voice carry you off to sleep whenever you like. It's time to travel to Cairo, the capital of Egypt, where our story begins. there's an energy in Cairo that you can sense as soon as you arrive. It's a city of movement and hustle. Cars zip around each other, weaving through a maze of obstacles in order to continue moving. There's the ever-present melody of beeping horns in the background. Taxis whoosh past one another, edging ahead, gaining a few precious inches of forward motion. Meanwhile, the scents of different street foods drift in the air, mixing together to create a tantalizing aroma. Occasionally swooshing by are bikers Some precariously balance trays of fresh bread on their heads as they ride. While the vibrancy and sense of motion are palpable, the hustle and bustle grows still along the banks of the Nile. This is where people go to sit and slow down. Here, they connect with loved ones while the water gently laps against the banks in the background. This powerful river is revered throughout Egypt for the fertile soil and commerce it has provided for millennia. Being near it has a calm and centering effect balancing out the urgency of the buzzing city. Maybe you'll go to the Nile later and experience this calming effect for yourself. Right now, you're in the center of the city. You're sitting on a red plastic stool outside of a tiny restaurant known for its delectable meze platters. You have already ordered the combo platter, since you want to taste everything. As you wait, you sit outside and watch the day unfold around you. The section of town that you are in has a lot of art deco architecture, The facades of the buildings are smudged with layers of dust, giving them a distinct character. They are like wise elders who have witnessed a lot of history. Next door to the restaurant is a bookshop that sells books in Arabic, English, and French. A diverse range of people pass in and out of its doors. A mother strolls by with her children, who are skipping and laughing, holding their new books. Their merriment brings a smile to your face. As you shift your gaze, You notice a tea seller approaching you. He's wearing an elaborate silver thermos on his back, and a belt filled with paper cups. The rounded thermos towers over the top of his head, narrowing as it peaks, as if it were composed of multiple stacked tea kettles. He hands you a piping hot cup of black tea with milk. The steam billows off the top of the cup, swirling into the air. The scent of cardamom lingers gently in the breeze. You take a sip of the tea, which is strong but very sweet. While the street you are on is fairly quiet by Cairo's standards, you can still hear the din of beeping horns and traffic in the distance. This place feels very alive, you think to yourself. You notice the waiter walking towards you, carrying a gold platter filled with small glass bowls. He places it in front of you and gives you a brief overview of what is what. There are eight separate bowls with different types of meze inside. In the middle are three perfectly rotund falafels, Then, there are separate bowls with hummus and tahina, yoghurt with cucumber and dill, and a feta-like white cheese with green olives. There's also a bowl of ful, which are Egyptian mashed fava beans. Then a dish of roasted aubergine with garlic, two sambusas And lastly, a salad made of chopped tomatoes and cucumbers. The waiter also hands you a basket of fresh bread and says, "Satan." This means good health or bon appétit. You pick up a falafel and take a bite. Its crispy outer layer gives way to a soft, flavorful inside. To balance out the heat and spice from the falafel, you dip your bread into the tahina and pop that into your mouth as well. The tantalizing dance of flavors swirls across your tongue, as you close your eyes in satisfaction, allowing the moment to seep into your memory. Next, you move on to the ful, which is an Egyptian speciality. You've been eating it each morning for breakfast throughout your time in Cairo. The soft beans are a nourishing, and filling meal. You continue to eat mindfully, savoring each delightful bite of intoxicating flavors. From time to time, you pause to close your eyes and breathe deeply, appreciating what you have in front of you. Once you've finished your meal, you stand up from your little stool and stretch your legs. Time for a walk now, you think to yourself. Your aim is to have a leisurely day and explore Cairo on foot. You don't have too much of a plan as you like to meander through new places and figure things out as you go. It feels good to walk and to stretch your legs. You begin to amble in the general direction of the Nile, which is where you would like to end up. After a few blocks, you approach what appears to be a covered bazaar. You notice peaked mounds of spices in beautiful, conical displays, as well as coffee beans in jars and piles of dried roses and other herbs. A little further into the bazaar, you spot the jewelry section. There is gold everywhere you look. Shop windows drip with gold necklaces, pendants, and bracelets. There are also displays with golden lanterns hanging from different heights all over the ceiling glowing with colourful stained-glass light. The dance of light and shimmering golden refractions is mesmerising. In another shop, you notice golden amulets and statues of Egyptian gods and goddesses. There are trophy-shaped effigies of Isis, Osiris, and King Tut. You walk deeper into the bazaar. Here, the floors are tiled with black and white geometric designs and flanked by a dark wooden moulding. The tiles are painted in a way that makes them appear to be inlaid with mother-of-pearl. There is a banner of Arabic calligraphy running across the midsection of the corridor. The intricacy of the designs and interplay of so many different styles and colors is astonishing. Beyond the corridor, you find another shop. This one is full of lapis lazuli, a semi-precious stone that is prized for its intense blue color. You see all kinds of jewelry made from lapis lazuli, as well as carved statues, beads, and charms. The sign explains that this stone symbolizes wisdom, truth, and courage. Your eyes are drawn to one stone in particular, so you pick it up and hold it in your hand. It fits perfectly into your palm and has a soft texture. Your stone is oval-shaped with round edges, resembling a partially flattened egg. The surface is smooth and finished, and the color is a rich royal blue. You pay the shopkeeper and continue holding the stone as you walk out of the other end of the bazaar. As you exit, you notice a man with a cart who is selling sugarcane juice. He has an industrial-looking metal juicer and a stack of fresh sugarcane, ready to be blended. The trimmed sugarcane stalks resemble asparagus in shape and size, but their texture is denser, more fibrous, and almost bamboo-like. It is hot in Cairo, and since you've been walking, you have worked up a bit of a sweat. You could use a nice refreshing glass of juice. So, you order one cup and watch as the man places a big handful of sugarcane into the top of the juicer. The machine rumbles and burrs as the stalks are pulverized and a steady stream of nectar pours out into your cup. He hands it to you with a straw. Saten, he says with a smile. You take a sip, and it's delicious. The drink is very sweet, but also earthy, with grassy vanilla tones. The opaque liquid swishes around in your cup as you continue walking and sipping the juice. Your blue stone rests safely in your pocket. You turn a corner, and right in front of you is a majestic mosque with skinny minarets and delicately carved domes. The minarets also have mini domes, with spires poking upward, as well as wraparound balconies. They sort of resemble sparkler birthday candles. The main dome on top of the mosque is quite extraordinary. As you approach, you can see the carved geometric designs more clearly. Intricate swirling arabesques and interlocking anks trace the surface of the dome like dancing geometry. It's unlike anything else you've ever seen. You see a group of men shuffle into the main entrance of the mosque together, kicking their shoes off as they cross the threshold. The mosque seems to wrap around an entire city block. The facade is carved too. There are indented arches that resemble seashells, A frieze of Arabic script is etched into the stone running along the top edge of the building. The interplay of old and new in Cairo is something you notice again and again. There are depictions of the ancient gods and goddesses throughout the city along with beautiful Islamic motifs, and they all meld into the undeniable modernity of this place. The foot and motor traffic are ever-present, yet there is also a deep sense of reverence and calm offered by the mosques and the mighty Nile River. It's a place of contradictions that weave together and somehow flow. Tributaries of different times and ways of life all feed into a larger, all-encompassing Egyptian culture. Filled with wonder, at all you've seen and felt in Cairo so far. You keep walking, edging closer towards the Nile. You walk past a large plaza and see a group of young men kicking a football around in a circle. Music plays from a speaker. There's a vendor selling corn on the cob, and the scent of butter is thick in the air as you pass by. You notice that the air is starting to feel crisper and fresher. There's a bit of a breeze now, which is a welcome shift on an otherwise hot and muggy day. You can't help but notice all the street art in this area. There are murals on the sides of many of the buildings. They seem to depict revolutionary themes — Egyptian flags, flowers, portraits, and cursive Arabic script. There are some larger buildings, resemble government administration offices. One has an Egyptian flag on top that is flapping against the wind, furling and unfurling in red, black, and white against the sky. As you walk along the main street, you can see a makeshift restaurant set up under an overpass. They seem to be selling portions of koshari, another famous Egyptian dish consisting of rice, cooked pasta, fried onions, and lentils. It smells amazing, and you are tempted to get some, but you are still full from your delicious platter. Winding onto a smaller street, you continue to stroll through this part of town. You turn narrow corners as you negotiate for space with street vendors, cyclists, and pedestrians. The sun is still warm and bright in the sky. You're starting to feel tired and ready to sit down and rest. You have just a little further to go before you reach the banks of the Nile. When you turn another corner, the Nile appears right in front of you, glimmering in the sunshine. You step onto the Corniche, which is the walkway that runs along the banks of the Nile. Nearby, you see tea and coffee vendors, as well as men selling candy floss and balloons, peddling joyful moments of spun sugar and mirth. Gleeful children are drawn by the enormous, multi-coloured bouquets. There are couples, families, and groups of friends strolling along the corniche, or sitting on benches, chatting and relaxing. This is a place to wind down and spend time with loved ones, to receive the peaceful, calming vibes the river has to offer. It really is a majestic sight to behold. Taking a seat on a bench, you admire the view, noticing how massive the river is. you remember reading that it's widely considered to be the longest river in the world. The Nile stretches for over 4,000 miles from its source in Uganda at Lake Victoria, all the way northwards to the Mediterranean Sea. It is the primary water source for several African countries, and has been a lifeline in Egypt since the Stone Age. Throughout history, the civilizations surrounding the Nile have depended on its annual flooding to fertilize the surrounding land. The ancient Egyptians cultivated and traded many crops, including wheat, flax, and papyrus. These became valuable trading commodities and secured Egypt's diplomatic and economic position in the region. Most of Egypt's population, as well as nearly all of its cultural, and historical sites are found along the banks of the Nile. As well as having an impressive history of agriculture and commerce, the Nile also has a symbolic significance to the people it nourishes. The locals are clearly proud of the river and it's a popular gathering place for those seeking to escape the hustle and bustle. Some people sit on its shores, while others choose to be on the water itself, whether on a party boat, water taxi, or a traditional wooden sailboat called a felucca. You have always wanted to take a cruise along the Nile, in a felucca, and decide that now is the perfect time to finally make it happen. After walking down to the nearby dock, you purchase a ticket for an hour-long cruise. The captain waves you on board and tells you to make yourself comfortable as they prepare to depart. The floors of the boat are blanketed with lush carpets and large woven pillows. Once you've found a cozy spot, you lie on your back. You feel very comfortable here. The soft rocking of the boat is soothing and relaxing. It's calm and quiet and very peaceful. As you look up, you admire the massive, triangular white sail, flapping rhythmically in the wind. The sun is beginning to set now, and the colors in the sky are transforming into vibrant shades of marigold, vivid orange, and deep vermilion. The contrasts of the white canvas sail against the colorful sky is striking. You feel the soft river breeze lightly brush across your skin, offering a welcome reprieve from the still warm sun. The water ripples all around you, creating a relaxing soundscape that helps you sink into this moment even more. All cares and worries seem to melt away as you settle into this peaceful scene. You notice your breath deepening as you take full breaths in and out. Your chest rises and falls as your breath flows. The felucca begins to push away from the dock and out into the flow of the river. You feel like you are floating, but at the same time, you feel held. It is a place of deep comfort and peace. Here, you are surrounded by the waters that have nourished and inspired people for millennia. You're safe and sound, resting on a bed of soft pillows. And as you drift down the river, you drop off to sleep.